Hey, uh, my fellow goons. Welcome back to the Goon Squad. Really appreciate y'all coming back. This is episode two of the podcast, and uh, I am Derek. Yo, what's up? I'm Cookie. All right, and welcome back, and we are really thanking you guys for joining us on this next one. Uh, we really hit it off on that first podcast, and uh, we just really enjoy, you know, talking and just discussing weave stuff, so Big I'm glad you guys really, really like that. Um, but anyways, let's get right into the podcast, I guess. Um, Cookie, how was your week? Um, my guy, my week's actually been really cool. I'm still on a vacation and whatnot. Um, have some very close friends that, uh, just came into town, so it's been really cool chilling with them. Um, yeah, it's been great. Been catching up on some games, catching up on some anime. Um, yeah, no, it's been really cool. Well, cool is a lie, because it's been stupid hot. Anyone <laughs> Dude, living out been... in Colorado, y'all know what I'm talking about right now. Dude, it's been, like, 90, 94. And, I mean, like, I guess in, like, some other places, that's, like, not too hot. Like, Arizona, right. it's, like, what, like, 100 and something? Yeah, see yeah, those guys <laughs> walk around in full sweats and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, that's a casual day for them. Right. right? When snow hits, they're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's been super hot here. Yeah. So, what else have you been up to? Um, lots of league actually. I've been playing a lot of league. I'm currently trying to uh get to black this season. Something I haven't done. I've been kind of just like chilling in gold <laughs> for like two, three years. I'm like, okay, I need to elevate. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, just just, just been leaguing. Yeah. Um, so um, we recently had a friend come back. Uh, his name is Dylan, mm-hmm. and uh, we were just you know doing a, a welcome back party. We were helping him with his. Uh, what were we helping him with? Uh, I thought I was helping him with something. I can't. I can't remember. But whatever. <laughs> wow, we're terrible friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got to get together. We we drank. We went to this. Club. Yeah, we drank a lot. <laughs> Yes, we did. Uh, and then we went to uh, our Anna Midnight uh, uh, get together, get right? Together, yeah. yeah, and that was pretty good. Um, it was really fun, and we just had a great time. Um, definitely watched some live action movies and things like that. So yeah, it was an overall good time. Um, some of the animes that I've been watching is uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. Uh, Such a long name, right? Yeah. <laughs> like like some of these other animes that are coming out, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's a really sad movie. But it's mm-hmm. it's not so sad that it makes you want to cry per se. It it's something that you can actually like relate to. So uh, it's about like this girl who's dying of like like some sort of pancreatic like disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's she she wants to have like a normal life. But everyone's treating her like she's not normal anymore. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of something that a lot of people can relate to is like, you know, being scared to die and things like that. So it was also really good. Um, what else? Did we, uh, I was watching the Demon Slayer. And that's also really good, too. Um, I hope you get on that soon. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I definitely will probably binge this 100 percent before I get out of um before I get out of uh, my vacation, before yeah. I go back to work, mm-hmm. I definitely, because I love the art style. Like, whenever I, like, I catch you or other roommate, uh, watch it. Like, the art's amazing. I've never seen anyone put that much detail into water. Yeah, and there's, like, some of the other elements, too, and they make them look, like, really, really detailed, and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, a, it's just an overall good anime. Um what else have I been? Oh, I've been uh, like like going working out, you know, every day. I've mm-hmm. uh, been watching this dumbbell anime, and it's it's kind of 
it's kind of ecky, but it's it has like good lessons on what you should be doing, like what's the proper form, on how you should work out, and things like that. And it's super, it's super funny, but it it, it definitely educates you on how to do better in the gym, which is pretty good. That's dope. Um, been reading a lot of uh, my hero manga oh, um, yeah. oh my god it is it is good so like it's it's currently in the phase of uh just a lot of character development right that's, that's um, my favorite. yeah and it's just like both quirk and just characters like there's backline their backstory and everything like that so mm-hmm. you really start having like a heart-to-heart moment with some of these characters and you're like oh you know this used to be my favorite character like in the anime and then in the manga you're like oh this guy's my favorite character <laughs> nice. yeah so it's, it's really good um and then yeah just been that's all i've been doing just hanging out with friends and stuff like that um, just an overall good time. <laughs> hey, I, yeah. I can definitely do. Oh, it yeah. sounds really good indeed. I actually been like, like so with me, it's like if I didn't already say this in the last podcast, like I have like a very like strict rule for myself where I only read what I buy. So mm-hmm. I am not caught up in my hero uh, manga. I only caught up in whatever I can find in stores at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I don't know, I can say I'm definitely excited to see where all this goes, because, like, if I, like, right now, I think where the story's at right now in the, in the North American release of the manga is really good, um, so, yeah, if you're saying it's just, it gets better from there, like, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, it gets super good, and that's one thing I respect about you, is that you actually, you actually go out and buy it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, my ass just, like, <laughs> decides just to read it on, the, like, manga stream and things like that, and I bet you they, they get supported in one way or another, uh, yeah. But it's nice to just to have someone appreciate the art mm-hmm. and actually physically buy the book, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, I think that's something that I want to do too. Hey. <laughs> uh, maybe just start picking up mangas based off of the what's out, you know, oh, versus yeah. what I can catch in Japan uh, or like online. Right? No, I feel you. Yeah. I definitely feel you on that. And it's cool. But if anything, it's like I feel like it's like where you give in one area is where I'm kind of doing my my pirating stuff. Because you actually have Crunchyroll and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I yeah. buy the subscription. Exactly. <laughs> so you give that way while I mean, you can catch me on the illegal streams and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's just like I kind of have to give back by giving the manga. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not 100% there. But I feel like I, as long as like there's people out there at least talking about it, like recommending it to their friends or uh, some way or another, I mean, you're helping. You're helping, but definitely recommend supporting in some way, whether yeah. it's figurines. Um, actually, do you know if that goes back to I, that's what I was actually about to ask you yeah. too. As soon as I was thinking about, it, I was like, wait, if I buy this figurine, does like does like like Deku like Kohei Horikoshi does he get yeah, something yeah. out of it? Like, <laughs> um, that one I'm not sure. It might just be the manufacturer of anything. Mm. They probably have a bunch of sponsorships from all of these different like companies. Yeah. They get paid that way, and they probably give it to to the studio. But I don't think it exactly goes to the artist. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I could be hundred percent wrong. True. So. True. True. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just support in some way. Yeah, so. definitely. Show your support in one way or another. Yours is through manga. Mine is probably through cut your roll, and exactly. and we just we we buy our figurines, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, Yamcha getting murdered like right here, y'all. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyways, let's get into the anime and the games that, uh, that are uh, about to be out, um, some that are already out, and things like that. So let's kind of start with anime a little bit, right? Uh, sure. um, so let's talk about the, um, the upcoming My Hero movie. It won't be out for a little while, but I just kind of wanted to touch base with you on it. So mm-hmm. it's going to come out, I can't remember uh, when exactly, 
December, December, sometime in December. Yeah, the, the winter Yeah, the second yeah. movie is going to be coming out, and it's going to involve both uh, Bakugo, uh, Deku, and then the relationship with All Might. Um, oh, so okay. I think uh, just based off of what I see from like the covers and some of the art, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of what I usually. Um, and basing it off of, I don't know the actual premise or if there is a premise yet. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, that's something I'm looking forward to. Now we both watched the first My Hero yep. movie, right? Yeah. I never. I, so I I knew you were thinking of something about it, mm-hmm. but I never actually asked you. Oh, okay. Like what you thought about it. So what do you think about the My Hero movie, the first one? So the first one, I actually really enjoyed. Like I thought it was good. I love the new characters that we added in there. Um, I love the whole backstory of All Might having, like, this secret supporter that was, um, I don't want to give too much detail and stuff like that, but I guess some of this stuff is in the trailer. Yeah, and so, you know, watch um, the trailer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, like, you know, a supporter where there's, like, a guy that's kind of like his tech guy, pretty much. And it, it's cool, like, learning about all that. Like, <clears throat> it's one thing I was, like, really, really hoping for is I hope we come back to these characters later on in the anime, later on in the manga, because um, at least the two characters, like, there's two characters for me that I'm like, I Same. really want to <laughs> see these characters come back. I'm like, I'm hoping that, you know, we'll see them in the later iterations mm-hmm. of the manga uh, upcoming again, but other than that, yeah, it was good. It was really good. I love the artwork, the soundtrack. Like, I was bumping this forever, just... Mm-hmm. When, when you listen to this podcast, just, just hit pause, go to YouTube, and look up Young All Might Theme. Oh, I love yeah. That. Yes. yes. That's that's such a good, um, I guess, OST, right? That's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's such a good yeah. song. <laughs> I wish it was longer. I kind of gets you hyped up, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially getting to see when they introduce it. Like, you get Funimation dropped. So this yeah. is not even a spoiler. Like, this is literally how Funimation promoted this series. <laughs> pretty much. Or series, the movie and whatnot. It's just the scene where just, you see all my... Like, they'll hop out the car, and then, oh, dude, it was dope. Go watch that scene. Yeah, definitely go watch it. Um, I mean, it's already been out, but you can probably get it on, like, um, I think you can get it on Amazon. Like, you can stream it through Amazon. You can probably stream it through an illegal site if you want to. Hmm. With no judgment here. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that was a good movie. And I'm definitely looking forward to... Um, the second movie that that will be coming out. Yes. So one, just to show support. Yes. Like like we were, you know we were talking about, and then two, you know just to just to kind of get more in depth character development and mm-hmm. you know kind of storytelling and things like that. Because I think from what I heard, and I could be wrong, the first My Hero movie is canon. Yeah. Like that that actually goes into the story, and I think I know for sure that the second movie they said there it's going to be canon for, for sure. sure. Yeah. And Which is kind of interesting. I think like out of the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Not many of them are like canon. Yeah, that I can think of, like Dragon Ball, right? Exactly. I exactly. can't think of those as. Uh, it's like because I know like because with me it's weird. It's like I I have to look at it as like two different types of canon because there's a uh, so this my hero uh, movie that's uh, canon until I see them actually like calling back to the events of that movie. Mm-hmm. I like to call that it's like a term I created for myself like loose canon where it's like the story can fit here mm-hmm. but it doesn't actually add to the story so it doesn't like like it doesn't like it's not like dragon ball z movies like from yeah. way back when that would make zero sense on like you know this fits nowhere in the series and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that 
So it's like, I'm hoping they call back to the first movie, mm-hmm. and with the second movie, like, I'm hoping it's like Resurrection F canon, where it's like literally part of the oh, next yeah. season, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So it's just like, that's what I'm personally hoping for, for like, this movie being canon and stuff like that. Because I would like, if you're telling me it's like, about Bakugo, about Deku, about All Might, like, I want to see some meaningful character development between these three characters. Yeah, exactly. Not to say that the manga or the anime is short on that, it's definitely Mm -hmm. not, but I mean, I would love to see the movie really bring us deep into that relationship. Yeah, deep in in that relationship, and then also just kind of, because you never see, you always see Deku and you always see Bakugo fight. They're always rivals, right? Yep. But I think this time in the movie, they're going to start working together, right? So, like, you know, and it's kind of already been said in the anime and in the manga um, that Deku and Bakugo, they're they're leaders in their own right. So they lead the other students of UA. So it's kind of cool to see two leaders work together and I, I know it, I know it's gonna be kind of awkward between them because yep. that's just how it is right yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm definitely looking forward to that and seeing how that uh, kind of plays out um, but yeah definitely looking forward to that and then um, I think before even we watch the movie we'll be able to see season four too so I think so yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah because because uh, isn't the season four dropping in the fall Yes, in the fall, yeah. uh, October, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So we'll be able to see that. And uh, re- just reading from the manga, season four is my favorite arc to watch. So definitely, if you guys are gonna look forward to something, look forward to this arc too. Yes. <laughs> I have to remind myself, like, okay, where does season four start for the anime? And <laughs> what I guess this yeah. is a really good arc. I actually really love the villain that's introduced into this and whatnot. Um, yeah, no, it's good. It's definitely good. There's actually certain fight scenes I cannot wait yeah. to see anime. I, I, and one thing with the season four, I hope they complete, like, the whole arc of that, of yeah, that season. I'm sure. Because, like, I've seen some anime where they, they, they split the season, uh, the arcs into two seasons. Yeah, 13, 13, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no, why would you do that? I don't think Pokemon <laughs> does that. I, okay. I, I don't think they'll Yeah, they, they, yeah. they go all in. They go that plus ultra. You know? Oh, yup, yup, yup. Um... So yeah, that's that's all the like the my hero news that's kind of coming out. What kind of what we think about it? Um, I think let's move on to the next anime. Oh yeah. Uh, let's something. This is something we watched together. It was uh, Do You Love Your Mom and her two multi hit attacks. Long ass intro. Long Very ass title. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what do you think about it? Well, what's the premise? So the premise is your it's your typical isekai where it's just it's the main character who gets pulled into a video game and stuff. And unlike others, he gets pulled in with his mom. Um, <laughs> the relationship is probably what you would expect from a, like, you know, a teenage boy, like, living with his mom at the time. So it's like, the relationship is probably what you would expect it to be. Um, and if not, then, hey, you know, props to, you know, healthy family relationships. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. Like, at first, like, when I was watching it, I'm like, okay, this is kind of dumb but i want to see where it goes mm-hmm. and then i actually end up falling like like really falling for these characters i actually end up liking the character specifically the mom like, the mom like, is the best yes she's I, the highlight of yes. that whole series right now like, and it's only episode one exactly yeah, yeah. like only episode one that, like uh yeah we only watched episode one and i was already getting mama feels had me wanting to call my mom and stuff like that so. <laughs> yeah 
it's uh it, it was a joy to watch i actually will be continuing on with it and looking Same. forward to seeing where it goes so mm-hmm. yeah definitely um now they're not gonna lie though there's one character in there that we do not like yep and i don't know if he's the main character i guess you could say he's the main character yeah yeah the closest thing to it the closest thing to it. We don't like the main character, and you'll find out why. So you guys better start watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a good good anime. Not overall, I wouldn't say it's like oh, it definitely the best. Has it definitely has its pros and cons for sure. But the mom is something you just get definitely just want to w- look forward to watching in exactly. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move in, uh, move into games. Um, let's go ahead and move mm-hmm. into that. Um, so let's talk about uh, Code Bay. That, that should be coming out next month? Yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to that too. So, <laughs> Code Vein. Code, Code, Code Vein. So, one disclaimer, I'm a huge Dark Souls fan. So, like, this type of genre of game, I absolutely love. Like, to prove how much I love this game, I should have brought my water bottle for this. So, last year at uh, <laughs> Anime Expo, <laughs> they had the demo for Code Vein. It was a two-hour wait to play 15 minutes of this game. I wasted a total of 12 hours. No <laughs> lie. While we were exploring Anime Expo, this guy right here literally waited in line, we played the game, went back in line, and played it again. And then I think you went a third time and played it again, Dude, right? Five. Five times. Five times that, that one day? Yep. Five times that one day and went back for one more round the next day. The next day. So, like, with the demo that they had, which um, was very different from the demo that we, like, all got outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I played it, it was, you had 15 minutes where you were able to uh, just go through this story area. Or you can just jump straight to the boss. And they had this thing where it's like, oh, if you beat the boss, you get a water bottle. And, like, so I, I wanted that water bottle. But I also wanted to beat the boss. So it's like, I remember round number one, I went in, got bodied. Round number two, went in, got bodied. And, like, I noticed I was hopping back in line with some of the same dudes. Yeah, because they wanted to go, too. They're like, oh, I ain't going to go out like this. Right? So we're sitting here spending the rest of that day, like, strategizing how to beat this boss. So this should tell you how hard it was. It went up for my fans to, like, you know, my friends who love hardcore, like, you know, really difficult games. Like, it literally brought a community together at AX. Uh, MA Expo, sorry. I keep using the, uh, the abbreviations for that. MA Expo. And it brought a community together to figure out how to slay this one boss, basically. So that was the first time I touched it. Absolutely loved it. Um, there definitely were some bugs, but they definitely cleaned it up. And we got back to the second demo, and that's the one we all played that yeah. uh, they uh, released to the public. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it's super smooth. I love the combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character development is really dope, even though I'm really mad at their lack of pompadours. I give all my main characters pompadours. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's... I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Like, I can't wait to get lost into this anime souls world. Me so. too. <laughs> yes, I think it was actually... Uh, so, just from playing just the beta, um, one thing I really, really loved was the customization. Mm-hmm. Customizing your character, and then being able to pick and choose what kind of class they wanted. Yes. And it wasn't, it wasn't like 
class class. It was like yeah, I guess it was class. It was like class and then weapon style, right? Yeah. Exactly. And so like you had to you had to pick like a certain set um to get like special abilities and things like that. And I thought that was really cool too. And I thought that it was it was really immersive. It definitely had that Dark Souls feeling where if I got hit by a, by a boss, oh, you oh that's just gonna hurt. You felt that's just gonna hurt yeah. super bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And but it, it also felt like if I hit them. Oh, I'm gonna deal damage to you. Too. Oh yeah, just depending on what you chose. So for me, I chose um, I chose for so like it depended on the boss, but I usually chose like a, either a hammer or a mm-hmm. big like a big uh, what do you call it broadsword? Oh, the glaive. The glaive. No, it wasn't the glaive. It was just oh, like a great big, sword. Yeah, just yeah, big great sword. Yeah, yeah I just yeah, chose yeah. that, swung it two times, and then dodged. You know, yeah. typical lame it out kind of style. Yeah. And then the other one was I chose was just a regular standard like sword. Yeah. And just slash, and then you know you you don't use as much stamina, so you can dodge things exactly. easier. Exactly. Um, so it depended on the situation, but that's what I liked about it is being able to have that flexibility to choose. Yeah. yeah. And you know just to see how hard you can make it. The other cool thing that I really liked about it too is your sidekick. Let's call it that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Introduction to mm-hmm. sidekicks in this game. I thought that was probably the coolest thing. So, again, referencing souls and whatnot, like, for me, some of the funnest things I loved about playing the Dark Souls is, yeah, the challenge of the game was cool, but I mean, like, in the grim, dark world that is Dark Souls, it can feel kind of morbid and lonely. Yeah. So it's like, I love those <laughs> moments where it's like, oh, you can find your homie, like, Solaire, or whatever allies you can recruit, or playing with your bros yeah, and stuff exactly. like that, and attacking the bosses together. Mm-hmm. So it was cool that you can get an ally, like, right off the bat, and the allies, at least in my limited experience of uh, playing with these allies, they were actually really cool. I grew to like uh, these characters from the little bit I've got to know from them. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have their different play styles, so it's like it's really nice to figure out, like, okay, I'm this kind of character, so this ally really supports my play style. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Like, if you want to be, like, the uh, caster in this game, which is kind of it's funny, the casters in this game means you just get a bayonet, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't even bother to use it. <laughs> I tried it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I tried it. it. It's interesting. I think it's just one of those things where it's like, I think it would be better late game where you get all these other oh, spells like the and, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so like it, it, it was cool. So it's like if you like a caster type or something like that, mm-hmm. then uh, what was like Yakumo or something like that. Yakumo, Yakumo. Mm-hmm. Like I think he would be great because he's like this really tanky, like great sword wielding. Yeah, front, like you know he he he'll be uh, in the front line while you can send the best slinging. Um, if you want to be in the front line, then Mia's the caster. If you want to use her, yeah. and then I just like you can mix and match. There's she's like others. she's like a caster support, right? Exactly. She like heals you and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think like out of and there was another one. I just can't remember Henry. Henry, yeah. yeah. I feel like Henry it was like the most neutral one because he was just like a broad sword. Like he goes in, he comes back, he will fire some magic. Yeah, like if anything, I think Henry was. Probably the best. Uh, not Henry. Lewis. Lewis was. The oh, Lewis. Yeah. Where did I get Henry? From? I don't know. I, I agreed <laughs> with you. So I mean, it was close enough. I mean, that sounds like a Cobain name, <laughs> sure, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, Lewis. Um, yeah, no, like he. I feel like he's probably the best. Like neutral one if you don't know what you want to do on the game you're playing kind of neutral i think he's the best one to go with because he doesn't know what he want to do so he yeah. plays neutral too yeah <laughs> so you, you both neutral guys are just like all right you going first all right i guess i'll, yeah. I'll go in second i guess <laughs> all, right. All, right, all right all right you go back i'll go first and it's like 
What do you want? What do you want to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, and another dynamic with the uh, allies. To me, this was the most unique thing, um, which was like a dynamic that I loved kind of having to play around with during these boss fights. So, I, for all the other Souls games, right? If you die, you're dead and you restart, unless it's, you know, Shadows die twice. Mm-hmm. And if you die twice, then you restart the game. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> With this one, one thing that's cool is you could sacrifice some of your life to revive your, revive your fallen ally, and your fallen ally, or not your fallen ally, your ally can do the same if you fall. There is a window, so it's not like, you know, you can get bodied and chill there for 10 minutes, and then Yakumo's gonna pick you up. No, it's like three seconds. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's a cool, like, little dynamic where it's just, like, in boss fights, do you want to leave yourself vulnerable for attack to raise your ally? Mm-hmm. But is your ally, you know, your front lines, do you absolutely eat them up? So, I don't know, it's a, it's a lot of cool decision-making mm-hmm. within the game that I found pretty fun. Like, pretty fun. Like, I didn't find it, like, annoying or... Yeah, neither yeah, did I. I, yeah. I mean, they provided some sort of benefit in one way or another. Exactly. Um, and, I mean, it was good to, like, especially if you're getting, like... They were focusing you, fire focusing you, mm-hmm. and you just needed a breather. Like they, they can like come and back you up real quick and say, okay, you need a heal, go heal, do your thing. Um, I think for those who like want an even extra challenge, I think you can go solo. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think you can. Yeah, allies are a choice. It yeah. is a choice. You're not even forced onto it. Like if you're trying to be this super hardcore player, like nah. Allies are for scrubs and whatnot. All right, cool. Don't bring, don't bring an ally. Go low. Have fun with that. <laughs> no, because I know there's some players like that. Anyway. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I'm not even mad at it. Like, low key, like, I can see myself, like, after, like, beating the game two or three times, like, yo, I'm running this solo. Like, you know, let me flex my skill real quick. Yeah. One thing I've seen as well is, uh, like, with Code Vein, I see, um, well, I already know there's going to be, like, a speed running kind of thing for it mm-hmm. because there's speed running for, like, Dark Souls games. Yep. And they make it look so easy. Yeah. So, right. like, I'm going to struggle. And then after that, I'm gonna watch a speed run, and they're gonna make it look so easy. I'm like, damn, I feel I'm I'm, trash. I'm not, I'm not as good as I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Next month, we're probably gonna play it a lot. Oh, yeah, and we could probably, um, probably play together. I think, right? Because you can call upon each other. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we could probably do that, and then uh, we'll let you know how the game is if you haven't played it. And uh, yeah, but I, I already, I already feel like it's gonna be something good. Oh yeah. yeah. It's big facts. Just a little bit out of taste. I'm excited. I'm super excited for this game. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about the next game, uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now, I haven't played Fire Emblem, or rather, I'm not big on it, but Cookie is huge on it. Fire so, Emblem is probably my favorite game series, like, in general. Like, if you were to ask me before Halo 5, I'd be like, oh, yeah, Halo is my favorite game series. That's like... You know, that's that's like Christmas to me when that game drops and whatnot. But you know, Halo Five or Halo kind of fell off. Fire Emblem. I've been, dude. I've been playing this since. Well, so Sacred Stones was my first one, and I went back and played a lot of the older ones. So it's like I played majority of the Fire Emblem series. I love it. Um, once I heard that Three Houses was a thing and how they were going about it, like just all the information they've been dropping about it, it's. It gets me super excited. Like, it's super excited. Like, the thing that I love most about it, so for me, 
the thing I've always, like that really drew me into Fire Emblem was I loved all like the support conversations. Oh, like okay. if uh, so, like you who hasn't played Fire Emblem, so it's like when you keep allies near each other and like you know they fight with each other long mm-hmm. enough, they can build bonds and relationships and stuff, and they'll get into like these support conversations that uh basically like really dives into their character. You get oh, to know okay. more about these characters mm-hmm. by the way they bounce off of other characters. Mm-hmm. So there's even been Fire Emblem games where it's just like, I'll go to like, if it's Sacred Stones, Tower of Vanilla or whatever it's called, or whatever the grinding modes are in Fire Emblem just to get like relationships up to know more about these characters <laughs> and okay. stuff like that. And I mean, there's benefits to it. So it's not like, oh, I'm just trying to build like, you know, like, a bunch of friendships there's benefits to it as well it's just mm-hmm. like the whole like the higher their friendship like they get all these stat bonuses and stuff like that interesting and the uh, thing i love about three houses is they dive so far into that so for those who don't don't know and i'm this is all information that's already out there like mm-hmm. if you've seen a trailer of fireman three houses you will know everything that i'm about to say okay. um so fireman three houses it follows a main character Byleth, which is your avatar character, which can be either male or female. What's his name? Uh, Byleth, Bayleth, or something. Bayleth. Okay, yeah. I was like Byleth. That's that might, that might be it. Oh, okay, Byleth. okay. Byleth. Right. I might be kind of mispronouncing <laughs> it to be honest. But um, so you're like this teacher at this academy, right? And in this world where this academy is at, there's three major nations. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the name of the major nations, but each nation has a class mm-hmm. so you have one nation which is like one of the longest standing dynasties and whatnot and they're led by the black eagles which is the one that's like almost exclusive like exclusive nobility pretty much a badass name oh yeah right right <laughs> and then you have uh the blue lions which is like led by like the holy knights of or forgot it's also name. a badass name yeah exactly right <laughs> So it's just like that one's pretty cool too, and then you have uh, the golden deer, which was like uh, created by like it's like the Republic. It's kind of it's kind of it's like that's the one where there's like a bunch of like commoners and stuff like that, and you get to pick one of these class uh, pick one of these classes to teach, and the pretty much like when you take a when you pick a class. Those are the students, those are your army, that's who you're going to be building. And it's like this, the game is broken up into two major phases. Again, this is all information that's already out, which personally I think they gave out too much information because what I'm about to tell you is something I would have rather been surprised about. Mm. Um, but so they're broken up into two phases. There's the school phase, which is all the new stuff to fire. Fireman has not done this. Where it's, you pretty much, it's almost Persona 5 in a sense, where you're just hmm. going through the calendar, like, you know, day by day at this oh, like academy. A, like a slice of life kind Exactly. Of okay. Where it's just like you're instructing your students. And, like, this is the thing I really love is before in Fire Emblem, everyone was almost class-locked unless you got, like, a special item that can change their class. Hmm. But now everyone's, like, almost kind of neutral, and you get to choose where they go i mean yes they have their natural like this character is naturally good at like swords and axes trash at writing so you probably don't want to make him a cavalier but you can instruct him in a way to overcome these weaknesses to make this character a cavalier and stuff like that so it's like you're really legitimately from the ground up growing your army basically oh wow And, like, building these relationships with these characters and stuff like that. And it's just, like, 
the closer your bonds, like the better you can instruct them. So it's it's honestly legit Persona Five, if you yeah. ask me. It's Persona Five level. But um, then it goes into the next phase, which this is the part I kind of wish they saved uh, for me to find out. Because it's like, even though it made me super excited about the game, I much rather would have been surprised by it. Is there's a time skip where it goes into a war phase where we get into the actual traditional Fire Emblem, like, this is the war, and the class you teach is your army. So it's just like. Oh, that's kind of cool. Exactly. I like that. And it's just like the thing that kind of makes it like where every decision matters and stuff Mm -hmm. like that is because of the war state, the way that they're uh, pitching it is the other classes could be your enemy. Mm-hmm. So it's just like whoever you don't teach, you might have to kill on the battlefield later. Oh, no. And it's not like you just teach. It's not like you just like. For example, like with me, mm-hmm. I'm starting blue lines and whatnot, right? And it's not like just like oh, I only see blue line students. Like we're all at the school, so I interact with the golden deer. I interact with the black eagles, mm-hmm. so I get to oh, see. So you're not like you're. you're because you're the teacher, right? Exactly. So you're not biased towards uh, the, the specific class, right? Exactly. Okay. I mean, like, well, you will be, but I mean... Like, but you as the teacher yes. is originally not biased. Exactly. Okay. So there's a lot of characters you're going to get built some bonds with that you might have to kill after the time skip. Yeah. So it's... Like, at least the way that they're uh, pitching it, I'm super excited for the game. Because, like, again, I love the whole... How they're diving into the whole... Like, building your bonds, building relationships, and the fact that I can literally raise my army from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that I can take a character and, like, yo, I want this character to be a cavalier, even though this character's trash at horse riding, mm-hmm. I can train that. Or if I want an army of swordmasters, because swordmaster is, like, my favorite class, like, my favorite characters in all Fire Emblems have been <laughs> Swordmasters, basically. Yeah. So if I wanted an army of uh, Swordmasters, I can do that. So it's like, I love that freedom to be able to do that. Mm. So I think that's really cool. Um, they brought back a lot of dope uh, mechanics from other Fire Emblem games, like Archers from Echo. So Archers, like, Archers used to only be able to shoot, like, exactly one space away unless they had a long <laughs> When I think of, like, Archer, I, I, for some reason, I thought you meant from Fate, from Fate, oh, yeah. I'm like, he's in there? Oh, no. Okay. That would be cool. Okay. That would be cool. <laughs> but it's just, like, they used to only be able to fire, like, one space away, and they couldn't do anything point blank, but in Echoes, like, they had, like, I think it was like three uh, three squares minimum. If you actually gave them a bow and arrow, it was four, and you turned to a sniper, it was five. Mm-hmm. They can do point blank. So archers were stupid good in that game. I'm glad that they're back. Um, oh, and they got weapon arts in the uh, three houses as well. So it's not even just like old Fire Emblem where you just select and a character and have them attack. You can actually choose how you want to go about it. Like mm-hmm. if they have like a particular skill, mm-hmm. like you can go in and like, oh, I want this character to. Like, one of the more famous skills from uh, Echoes, like, uh, Alm's Double Lion, where he gets a double attack. Like, he can have oh, someone really? go in and just do that. Nice. And have, like, a standard skill and stuff like uh, that. So, it's really cool. I'm yeah. super excited about That does that. sound really cool. Now, two questions, then. Yes. Um, one is, do you have to play the other games to understand Three Houses? Um, so... Me not playing Three Houses yet, because not out. I wouldn't know if it actually ties into other games, but based on the information that's out there, I'm going to say no. Because okay. most Fire Emblems, 
usually will only have a sequel and the sequel is usually like super obvious like they don't try to sneak in like oh by the way it's kind of tied into this like no that's almost the advertisement where oh. it's, just, it's a sequel to this and that um so this definitely seems to be in its own universe because there's like zero ties from what i've seen from just the trailers and information that's been released again like the game can drop and i can be a complete liar there's been zero information that's been released that this ties to anything that's from north story from ike's story i'm just naming characters from smash for those who haven't played fire emblem um from lucina's story who lucina's story is actually like an extension of north story because she's a descendant um yeah so there's really no ties to oh, all okay. those other games so i can say you can just jump right, right in and understand and it exactly okay, so cool. you shouldn't miss anything okay um the second question then was um and i heard this from i think michelle mm-hmm. um michelle is one of our roommates by the way mm-hmm. um she said I, I can't remember exactly but like they said like if your character dies in war they yes. can't come back so that right, right. there, <laughs> really, is this is true. One hundred percent. I mean, there is two game modes. There's two game modes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, OG Fire Emblem fans would know that to be the one and only truth, because that's how older games were. Right. Uh, the older games, because to me, that was the biggest tie. Cause like when I played other games, it was always just like, oh, okay, you know, my character got bopped, you know, we'll be restarts exactly. Not even <laughs> just the restart. It's just like the whole like. Because like, with me, I played a bunch of other, like, you know, Japanese RPGs, like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if I'm sitting here playing Barrett Gets Body, you know, we beat the boss fight. All right, beat us down. Let's keep trucking. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, you don't have that in Fire Emblem. In Fire Emblem, if that character dies, that character's gone. Like, Dang. yeah. Like, there was older Fire Emblem. Oh, no. I'm going to have so many connections to these people. Exactly. And I'm going to be sad when they die. Exactly. That. I bet you some people may start the game. Yep. Just to have them back. Yep. Wow. Like, I remember when I first played Sacred Stones, mm-hmm. that was 100%. That was my first Fire Emblem. <laughs> it was like, so there's certain characters. Uh, so I'm not sure Three Houses would do this, but in older Fire Emblem games, because mm-hmm. uh, with Three Houses, it seems like, from what, I, what we know so far, seems like you actually start off with your squad. Mm-hmm. While other Fire Emblems is usually a story of you building your army as you go on your great conquest. Mm-hmm. And there's been times where it's someone that you can recruit is an enemy. So you actually <laughs> have to find a way to recruit them without them killing you or you killing them. And in older Fire Emblems, I have done that. I have accidentally killed my boy Joshua. I have accidentally <laughs> died to my boy Joshua. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so it's like that's so, a hella double edged player. Right exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, that's definitely was uh was like you know a thing for me where I had to restart. So I didn't want these characters to die. I definitely have played. Uh, I forgot what you call the like. There's there's a meme for it, but like playing the game through with zero restarts whoever dies dies i've done that before it's super heartbreaking mm-hmm. but in does the does the game sorry okay. does the game get harder because you lost like a super buffed up guy 100 percent yes really yep. oh my so, god i gotta pick this game it's, up. it's dope because <laughs> again like because what makes it super hard is so again like even though this character in three houses you have full choice of how you diversify your army like you have full choice of how many tanks you want how many mages you want cavaliers flyers archers sword masters 
um, in older Fire Emblem games, like, if you lost your archery and that was your only archer... <laughs> oh, but you screwed. Exactly. Oh, no. So it's just like, that risk still runs in here. It's just a little bit more flexibility because you get to choose how many of what you have, pretty much. But it's just like, if a character dies, like, you you are definitely playing on the back. That is that's so unfortunate. Is. Oh, my God. So you get punished super hard. But um, what has been released... Uh, something that was new to uh, the most recent Fire Emblem before this one at Echoes is they called it in that game Miller's Turnwheel, which allows you to go back uh, like a and certain get, amount get of track. Exactly. Yeah. So let's say like you know the match just started and it took me five turns before my character died. I can go back to turn four and maneuver my character so that doesn't happen. Oh, basically. Okay. So for those who, but you can't like. You can't reverse out of battle and, like, exactly. let's say, put him back in your other roster and then throw someone else out there, Exactly. Right? Oh, okay. Exactly. That's, well, that's fair. I yeah. mean, you put him out there for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, you definitely got to be more careful. Um, decisions definitely matter. Characters die. Characters die. It's like Game of Thrones. Honestly. Like, <laughs> it sounds honestly. like Game of Thrones. <laughs> So many people are dying. That's crazy. So, like, if if I were to get it, right, would I be able to understand it, like, right away? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, like, the characters don't have to play, like, a part in, like, their synergies or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, at the moment, from the information that we have, no. Like, it's pretty standard, uh, from at least my understanding, pretty standard, uh, to just honestly, like, if you just kind of understand, like, you know, how would you want your battle lines, like, tanks in the front, damage dealers in the back, like, it's, that's pretty much a standard combat. They did introduce another mechanic that might change everything I just told you, mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, battalions, okay. um, which is kind of cool, so, like, uh, in other Fire Emblems, it was just kind of like, you have, your army was just a ragtag group of homies, basically. Mm, I, <laughs> I didn't feel like, you know, you were clashing armies with somebody. It was just like your ragtag group versus the squad. Yeah. But, like, to really make it feel like you're fighting these epic wars, your units can actually lead a battalion. So when you go into combat, you see all these other soldiers of different kinds uh, around you, and, like... They were, like, they've been kind of playing around with it, because, like, they did something with formations before, but I guess that's confirmed to be removed from the game. Um, Like, basically, I guess you get, like, bonus stats, or for some characters, you actually have bonus stats to not have, or battalions (laughs) and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. so there might be, like, synergies there. I mean, there are certain characters that do have um, personal skills, which is also, well, not new, actually. It's, It's been back and forth, whether they come or go. Um, but in this one, they have personal skills. Like, there's a character, if they're standing next to, like, a cavalier or a flyer, uh, they can recover health. Or if this, like, male character is standing next to a female character, they do two more damage and take two less damage. And there's another character who's female who has the exact opposite effect if she's standing next to a male. So, I mean, there's those little synergies and whatnot, but, I mean, those are, like, like, it's, it, it will tell you on, on their skills. So it's not like something you have to, like, research for mm. or something like that. It's nothing okay. as intuitive as, like, team fight tactics where you're looking for those synergies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow, that sounds like... It sounds like a really, like, fun game. And you, like... You emotionally invest yourself in some of these characters yep. that I fear <laughs> myself, like... <laughs> 
I, I might cry if I lose one of my guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will get upset. <laughs> like, that I'll lose one of the guys. I try to do that no reset playthrough. Oh, I, you know, for, for, is, do, do people mostly reset the first time and then they go, or do people just do it the first time and just go uh, I and feel, not reset? I feel the, in my honest opinion, in my honest opinion, as much as I hate to do it myself, I'm so scared. Right? I don't want to lose my guy. I think the best experience you can have is the first time playthrough, no reset. No reset. Because okay. the reason why I say the first time is if you do it the second time, you kind of already know how to beat the map. So it's like oh, you're okay. less likely to lose these units. Yeah. Because with me, it's like I don't do normal and then go hard. No, yeah. I, I, the hardest difficulty available to me, I dive right into Yeah. That. So you kind of have like an advantage when you restart or reset again. And it's yeah. just, I maybe it might not, maybe for others it might be, but for me, it probably wouldn't be very fun. Is that uh, right? Just to know, like, okay, well, what's going to happen next and things like that. So, yeah, play the full thing. And then, uh, so, like, you let's say you get, like, your guy super killed, right? Yeah. Has there been a time where it's been almost impossible to, like, continue forward? Or do you train up again and then uh, keep going forward? I have been put in moments. Um, so my first time I played Sacred Stones, mm-hmm. which was my very first Fire Emblem, which luckily that Sacred Stones is one Fire Emblems that you can grind in, right? Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, there's two different types of Fire Emblem games. There's the ones that have like a grinding area where you can go to this place and just hardcore train your units and just make everyone OP as heck. And then there's the other ones where you don't get that option because your only combat is the story. Uh, okay. Whereas just like like you don't get to go to this open map and go to this training area. It's literally play nets, cutscene, play nets, cutscene, play nets, cutscene. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So with uh, so for me, my first one where I did lose a lot of characters, it was it didn't hurt me as bad because I had that training area. Because most Fire okay. Emblem games like they usually start you off like your main character is a super weak prince character or something and they give you this really overpowered paladin mm-hmm. um, and I got baited into oh my god my paladin is super strong we just make Seth go do everything right <laughs> and like I made him go do everything and none of my units were good because he he took all the yeah. XP mm-hmm. then when he got bodied I'm like yo my team is trash yeah. I can't get past this level <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> So it was just like I had that trading option, but had this been like, had it been more balanced, had you distributed the EXP amongst the others, exactly. a little bit, it wouldn't have been you were relying on one source. Mm-hmm. You were relying you you could then rely on your other sources. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, like if it was yeah yeah no, if it was any other Fire Emblem game, I probably would have had to restart the whole thing from there. Okay. So with this one, I know there's like mock battles you can do because mm-hmm. like during the teaching session, because that's mm-hmm. how you get a lot of your ESP. Yeah. Uh, do classes, seminars, mock battles, and stuff like that. Um, which I'm not sure if you can actually lose units in the school phase of the game. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, unless there's a school murder. Or exactly. Like that. I think that would be weird. <laughs> um, when you get to the war phase, I don't know if these mock battles exist. Uh, so when you get to the war phase, I don't know if what happens if you know you start losing too many units. Can you grind up? So if not, it's you better be nice with the strategy. Yeah. That's all I can think oh of. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, I'd be, I'd definitely be looking forward to that then. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least giving it a, a try for my first Fire Emblem game. Yes, because mm-hmm. I think that'd be really awesome to try. You know, uh, definitely get emotionally invested into it, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know how it is from like a first timer and things like mm-hmm. that as well. So yeah, 
Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next one because we only yeah. have about like let's say 12, 13 more minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, let's talk about Lupin the Third, the CG animated yes. film. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, no, I was actually a pretty big Lupin the Third fan. Um, as a kid, because I remember it just popped on Toonami one day, and I was just like, I loved the opening theme. I was just like, was it on Toonami? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was on Adult Swim. Oh. Yeah. Or Adult Swim, one of the two. Yeah. It was either Toonami Aftermath or, not Aftermath, sorry, that's something else. Tsunami Midnight Run yeah. or Adult Swim. It was yeah. on one of the two, but it was late night cartoon after, yeah. basically. And I remember the opening theme just had me bumping, yeah. like, yo, what is Lupin the Third. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay, what's this? And I just love the whole, like, just... So, like, all right, so when it comes to MMOs, I'm always playing, like, the rogue thief. Like, the guy who always has his hands in something I shouldn't have. The crafty guy. Exactly. So it was nice seeing that, like, a modern-day version of that in Lupin. Just seeing, like, this super, like, you know, amazing thief, like, who's always escaping, like, the detective whose name I've forgotten and stuff like that. But... Like, yeah, I loved it as a kid, so when I saw that there's a live action, not live yeah. action, sorry, a CG, CG animated yeah. film, like, I, I was actually really excited yeah, for it. Yeah, they actually person. look really good, too. Mm-hmm. And you're actually able to tell, um, like, who, or what the difference is between the, um, like, who, who are the main characters and who are just the side characters, right? Yeah. Even though they're all CG, you can actually tell, like, Lupin, who's the samurai guy? What's his name? Uh, Goemon. Goemon, yeah. yeah. Like, those those characters, you can tell, like, okay, these guys are all the main characters, and um, just, you don't even have to, like, watch Lupin to know that they're the main characters because they stand out so much, mm-hmm. um, which is a little ridiculous. Huh? But, yeah, um, yeah, that's something that we'll also be looking forward to as Definitely. well, right? Um, yeah, um, I think we're running a little bit low on time, actually, right? Yes. Yeah, we got to be taking off. We're kind of in the library, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be doing our podcast here. But hopefully in the future, we'll be able to get our like our own studio and things like that and be able to do things like that. Um, just be able to just not have a time limit, not have a time crunch to just do the podcast. We can do it for like an hour and a half and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll go ahead and end it for today. How's that sound? Yeah, that's Good. perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, so where can the audience find you? So if you guys don't already know, if you're not already finding me, you guys can find me easiest on the Instagram. I typically reply more on there than any other social media. Um, you guys might see us on the normal plug, but find me at Lost Cookster. Lost space Cookster. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. And you guys can find the Gooncast at on Twitter at uh, tgooncast or uh, Instagram at the Goon Podcast. Um, email is thegoonpodcast at gmail.com and Facebook is just the Gooncast. So yeah, that's where you guys can find us. We'll be linking up things. We'll be posting our podcast on all of these different social medias. And uh, yeah, we'll proceed to go ahead and uh, end it right here. Yeah. yeah, thanks, my bro. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, anytime. yeah. we'll be in through. Um, We'll be heading out, and then uh, look forward to uh, episode three. Okay, guys? Right, peace. Right. Late. See ya. Pop. And...